0: Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics present Big Talk on Little Rock, a deeper look inside Little Rock Trojan Athletics. Now, here is your host of Big Talk on Little Rock, the voice of Little Rock women's basketball, Trey Shap. Welcome back to another edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Shap. Today, we are joined by J.P. Bentke, the head track and field coach cross country you name it you do everything here big talk on little rock is now available for listening on your iPhone iPad Android tablet PC Amazon Echo device Roku or in your car through the Apple podcast Stitcher TuneIn and Spotify apps this segment brought to you by DataMax coach Binky thanks for joining us great to be here i appreciate the uh, the invite yeah, we can thank Patrick Walsh for that. He's yeah. the I said, Patrick, it's time for some, some more coaches, and he lines them up, and you just come in and we do it. Yeah, and it's all gr- healthy and sanitized. It's, yeah, it's great. I'm glad the
1: microphone is sanitized, and uh, I've been listening to a couple of them here over the last few months and
0: really enjoy them. This COVID-19 pandemic has really thrown a wrench into you trying to get ready for your season, has it not?
1: absolutely i mean just with everything up in the air right now and, and even even today as we sit here we, we don't know what the fall is going to look like and that's kind of what we've been saying for the last few months is you know we're, we're going to prepare our athletes will be ready um you know at this level you don't really need to motivate them they, they're self-motivated they're this is this is a big level high level um athletes uh we're at the highest level as far as being division one we go up against the best competition in the country um so our athletes know they need to be ready um whether we have a season or not, um, you know we're all we're all hoping we do, and we're preparing as if we
0: will, and you know that's where we're at today. And September the third is the first competition date that you can have. That's what the Sun Belt has mandated. You guys are going to be in Fayetteville, hopefully, on September the third, competing against the Razorbacks. Yeah,
1: absolutely, and that's always a you know just basically throwing our kids in on the fire right from the start. I mean, you know arkansas university of arkansas they are they set the bar in our sport you know their women's program was the uh, what we call the triple crown winners where they win cross country indoor track and field outdoor track and field all in the same year and and um for us to go up there and, and just kind of you know s- see how we stack up against them um and that's where we want to be i mean we don't just because we're, we're a little rock just because we're you know mid-major we're not you know, our goals aren't any smaller than theirs are. So to go up there and see how we stack up against them, that's, uh, it's just a great opportunity. And being only three hours away is nice
0: um, from a program like that. Handling the, the different aspects of your sport, because you have cross-country, indoor track and field, and outdoor track and field. How do the seasons change? Um, it's a lot of
1: moving parts. Um, obviously, you know, the, the summer is really focused on the cross-country athletes. Um, you know, Coach Webb, Alan Webb, came on. A year ago when i really kind of gave him the keys of the bus as far as the distance side of things um you know when i interviewed him he's he's definitely known for being you know you know of our generation he's probably the greatest distance runner of our era um he's american record holder you know went to the 2 olympics everyone oh sorry oh four olympics everyone um is familiar with his, his high school mile record where he broke jim ryan's mile record um and bringing him on he was uh i was i was just impressed with his knowledge of all the distance events not just that mid-distance what he specialized in I mean I don't think people realize that he was a you know 27 low 27 10k guy like that's that's some range for uh you know four sorry three 46 miler to be able to run that fast in a 10k and um he's had a lot of the elite coaches um just a lot of elite coaches in our field work with him and he's learned and Learn from him, learn what not to do, what works, what doesn't work. And um, he's done a great job his first year, uh, getting our athletes ready. And, and then of course recruiting, having him on board with recruiting. Um, I'm real excited about this freshman class we have coming in, um, which they report in two and a half weeks. So uh, we've, got, we've got some great guys coming on, some great girls coming on. And uh, I really think this distance program is gonna take a step in the right direction.
0: How have you communicated with your athletes specifically those that are going to be freshmen coming in their first time at at the division 1 level what's been the communication during all this covid pandemic uh
1: yeah i mean you know you got the, the few kids that are are in a panic and you got the ones that are just kind of you know they're going with the flow so it is uh we've got to uh you just let them know look as of right now this is what we're planning on doing we just all we can do is prepare as you, as business as usual And, um, and that's the direction we're going and and everyone's been responsive. And like I said, cross country will be here in two and a half weeks and they're already, you know, making plans. And I don't see any reason why they wouldn't be here, whether we have a season or not, but you know, our, our athletes are coming back and we're going to be practicing. And, um, at this point, everyone seems pretty, you know, I'd say, uh, you know, pretty ready to go like they, they 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 understand where we are and it's been I mean you know it's been what four months of this now it's like it's almost like the new normal so they're uh, they're um
0: there's so excited to get on campus when you think of COVID-19 and everything that is going on with it and we spoke earlier you did about the fact that it's day-to-day right now and we were speaking off off before we even started recording, the fact of the Miami Marlins, everything that they've done, it's kind of thrown a monkey wrench into everybody else's plans because everybody's looking to Major League Baseball. They're going to start looking to the NBA right now because they're starting up. What is transpiring there? It kind of sets the stage for college sports,
1: yeah, yeah. does it not? Yeah, like you were saying I'm I'm a big baseball fan. I just I got the uh, NBA or sorry MLB Network. Um, I'm from Michigan, a huge Tiger fan, so I've been watching their games and just excited to have real sports back Um, baseball kind of is leading the way and you just cross your fingers and hope everything goes okay and then you see what happens with the the Florida Marlins and I'm sure everyone's watching not just NBA not just NFL but all the college teams and football teams and it's like okay where's the protocol what are they going to do what are football programs going to do if something like that happens on a football team um so it yeah it does definitely throws a a wrench in what you know the direction we want to go in but um You know, like I said, we just got to look and see what baseball does and see what the blueprint is to how to handle these situations. And hopefully college athletics can can do the same thing.
0: Is cross country the event or an event that you can social distance after the start, I guess you could say? There are
1: options. I I was told that cross country is being considered a high risk sport because of the starting line. And there's ways to spread out the starting line. Um, There's ways to if we have to do it you know there's options where we can run separate you could have a whole team run the course and then they finish and then the next team runs the course if you want to go that way just go off of times so. or if you want to spread everyone out of the starting line you can um you can spread everyone out of the starting line if you have if it's a smaller field uh do a wave start cuz a lot of these timing companies now they they'll put a they put a chip on you and that chip doesn't start till you cross the starting line so if someone's to cross the starting line before you it doesn't necessarily mean they're beating you. Um, it just kind of goes on time. So, you know, in our sport, there are options. We can social distance. It's a non-contact sport as far as cross-country goes. And even even on the track side, I've, I've been watching a lot of the, the you know, world-class meets, um, international races, and they're doing track meets where they're their every other lane. So you're you're setting up in your blocks and you got lane one, three, five, seven going and you just have more heats, but, but they're doing it. And, and of course, there's not fans in the stands and, um, but you know, we can make our sport work if we really, um, you know, try to. If we really try to, uh, you know, think about you know what the best, safest way is to
0: do it. You were talking about watching some of these world meets and everything. What what's the difference between a high division one college athlete and an Olympian?
1: Um, well, college is you know it's it's like the like football. It's like the minor leagues for the pros. I mean, um, our internet you know NCAA. Nationals, You know, there's a, usually you get several kids from NCAA nationals that, you know, it, it, it's a, most of them are going to Olympic trials. I mean, you make NCAA nationals, there's a good chance you're going to Olympic trials. And then from there, you know, a lot of NCAA national champions or NCAA athletes end up making the Olympics. You know, one, for example, is Lexi Jacobus. She was, you know, she's right, right out of high school and, you know, going to the Olympics. Um, so that, that's just an example of... Um, someone who did it at a young age and um and that's there's been a few of those where you have kids out of high school make the olympics um and then of course ncaa level you know for the u.s that's you know that that's that's where you know you need to go to to get the training and um you can't do it by yourself you know if you're at a, a big ncaa university like university of arkansas you know like oregon you're, you have all the resources you have the best coaching in the world you have you know, they pay for your travel. Everything's paid for for you. So um, if you don't get that big Nike contract, um, you do have all the resources available to compete at the highest level and um, you know try and make the Olympics.
0: You talked about Lexi. What what does she mean to this Trojan program?
1: It's just great having her around. I mean, she's she, she You know, one thing I noticed when when I hired I hired her husband. Um, Derek as our graduate assistant and we're talking about Lexi and you know what she could do for our program and um just being you know she everyone in the area knows who she is like she is a a local celebrity here and um we're we're trying to put Little Rock not just our track program the university on the map in the area I think this place is a this place is a hidden gem I mean I, I, I I love our campus I love the community I love the city of Little Rock and um just trying to get a, get our name out there um in the community that look this is a great university and she's a, she's just a small piece of that but she's uh she's done a lot for our program as far as helping Derek out with he, he does a lot of the events and her with her expertise in pole vault um really helped and, and, and honestly pole vault's an event that we really just have girls on we don't have a lot of men on the pole vault the only only guy we have is is max and he's a decathlete but we have three girls Trisha Pierce, she was second in the conference as a freshman, broke her school record as a freshman. Nice. And then Lauren Harrell and and, uh, Brenna are the other two. And then we have another girl coming on next year, Aviana, who was top 20 in the country. Um, And Aviana's not, you know, she's not looking at us. If if Lexi's not, you know, helping out with a visit, you know, she went to lunch with us when she came out. And uh, this is a girl that could have gone to, you know, just about any school in the country. So yeah, I mean, little things like that, that that she helps out with, and and she she does a lot because she's training. She's obviously spent the last year training for what was supposed to be the 2020 Olympics that got pushed back. And you know, we we had some. I talked to her briefly about it, and you know, she wasn't in the shape she was four years ago. So it's a blessing but at the same time. I think her and Derek are ready to kind of start that next chapter of their lives and and put competing on the back burner and and it sounds like she's going to give it a go for another year and and really put it all out there and, and try and get herself back
0: that's awesome and you talked about little rock and and how this is a hidden gym and but little rock track and field kind of on a national level you had an assistant that got to go to the white house
1: yeah yeah last weekend that was really cool um i don't know a couple weeks ago and you know, i was alan webb being our, our cross country coach here he uh He called and said, yeah, Jim Ryan's getting the uh, Presidential Medal of Freedom. The only other track athlete to receive this was Jesse Owens. And um, Alan Webb and Jim Ryan, their names kind of go together. They go together in the history of track and field from Alan Webb ran, I think it was 2002, when he broke the high school record. It's a pre-Fontaine classic. Um, I I remember being in college, and me and my roommates actually sat down to watch that race, like, you know, it was televised, and everyone knew who Alan Webb was, and you know he he crushed Jim Ryan's record, and then went on. He was on the David Letterman show, and you don't get track athletes out of high school right. going to on the Jim Letterman no. show. So that just shows you what you know who he was. You know when he was at his you know at his peak, and um, so Jim Ryan invited him to to go to this presentation. So he was there with the president, and uh, it was cool. He you know took some pictures in the White House with his Little Rock Trojan hat on, and. And we put those all over social media, so yeah, that again. Just getting, um, just getting our name out there, and you know, letting people know that little, little Little Rocks here we are.
0: That's awesome. He's JP Binky. I'm Trey Schapp. We're going to take a break. We'll come back with more. You're listening to Big Talk on Little Rock. Aero Coach Lines is ready to take you and your group on your next trip. Whether it's one day to Oakland or one week to Florida, Aero Coach Line will meet your needs. 47 to 56 passenger coaches are available for charter service. Our motor coaches come equipped with DVD systems and internet access is available. We have added a new 16-passenger Sprinter van to our fleet, which is ideal for local service or airport transfers. Call 663-6002. Aero Coach Lines, a family-owned and operated business for over 65 years. Strength is measured not by the number of counts. Strength is placing value on relationships. It's having the vision and the guts to invest in growth. It's the commitment to responsibly manage your money. At Stevens, we believe that our strengths build success, not only for us, but for our clients. Stevens, member NYSE SIPC. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. J.P. Benke, the director of track and field at Little Rock. He's the head coach and controls everything that goes on with track and field, cross country, all of the Olympic sports here, I guess you could say, that are on the field. Um, This segment brought to you by Jason's Deli. You've got a 5K that's in the planning stages. It's coming up. We hope you get to to host that event can you tell us a little bit about it yeah so
1: the, the plan is we're going to do it um yeah we, we we're we know we're not delusional we know there's a chance this might get postponed but um, we're taking all the precautions there have been other road races going on um, doing real races uh, that kind of set the blueprint on how, how to have it done I, I'd say you I think you know Mid July is kind of when these things started back up, and we're seeing them happen. So we're we're going to give it a shot. Uh, for one, it's it's a huge fundraiser for us. Um, two, uh, you know, I talked earlier about this being a hidden gem and wanting to just kind of promote our campus. Like we've got a beautiful campus here, and I think a, a lot of people in the community never don't get to see that. So um, we've got it's a 5K loop. It runs basically zigzags through campus. We get it's one loop, um, 3.1 miles starts and ends at the jack stevens parking lot um and that's having the jack stevens parking lot is is mainly how we can do this because we're planning to space everyone out the starting line Um, like i said earlier we can do the, the chip timing to where your clock starts when you cross the starting line and then it stops when you cross the finish line so all the timing will be accurate but we will have everyone spaced out six feet apart at the starting line and um have the faster runners in the front, slower runners, walkers towards the back, and you know keep everyone spread out throughout the course. Our uh, our track athletes, cross country athletes, will be working. They'll be wearing masks, carrying out water, helping out with the race. And um, like I said, it checks a lot of boxes for us as far as as getting getting involved with the community, getting people out here on campus, and hopefully you know raise a little money for our program. Um, we all know how athletic budgets are are uh, just up in the air right now. We, we don't know you know what our budget's going to look like yet because we're still waiting on some answers and a lot of other universities are on the same boat so this is a way to um you know get back to our our university to our track program um and my job my goal when i came here was really to give our athletes that first class division one experience i mean no we don't have the budget that some of these power five s- schools do but i'm committed to to their experience and giving them all the resources they need to be successful so this is, this is a, a small piece of, of me being able to do that by, by helping raising some money for them and um, help, us, help us get to where we want to be as a track program.
0: What's the date and how can people sign up?
1: So it is one month from today, exactly. So August 29th, like I said, it starts at 745 as the first race goes off. Um, we've got 5k at 745. We will have an open mile, we will have an elite mile, and both miles you will have a chance to race Alan Webb, the American mile record holder. Oh boy! So you, can, you can say that you beat Alan Webb, and I'll a little disclaimer here: Alan's not in good shape at all right now. So <laughs> I'll say the majority of the field will likely beat him. So um, um, this is this is an opportunity that you know a very unique opportunity that you know any runners in the area you know come and take advantage of it. And then at hey, he grabbed
0: f- too many presidential M and Ms when he was at the White House. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yes, and then um, we also have the kids' half-mile run at the end. So I had to sign my five-year-old sign up for that one, um, and that's free. So it's $30 to register online for any one of the races. If you want to do the 5K, you know, for your diehards out there, you want to do the 5K and the mile, it's $35 for both races. You get a T-shirt, we'll have refreshments. Um, and we're going to be make it as safe as possible as far as, you know, social distancing, the starting line. We will have it sounds like we will have the bathrooms available in jack stevens and we'll have those sanitized you know we use a sanitized fogger in there regularly you know wipe down and um ask everyone wears a mask when they're in the bathrooms but um we're gonna we're gonna we're giving this a go and as of now it's on but uh to register uh you know we're on arkansasrunner.com on their calendar there's a link you can go to the the LR Children website, click on cross country. There's some links link on there, all over my social media, the Little Rock social media. After the show I'm gonna I'm gonna blast put another social media blast out being one month out. Um, but um, yeah, registers all on, registrations online, thirty dollars if you wanna come race day, you know, if you're not sure if you're gonna be in shape or if you wanna wait till the end, it's thirty five dollars on race day to show up and register. But come on, you could walk
0: if you if you really are yeah. not in shape.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we're setting aside about an hour for this race. So, you know, take your time coming out. And, and like I said, I mean, it's a good chance to come and see the, the Little Rock campus. I think we've got a beautiful campus and uh, I'm proud of showing it off when we recruits come here. And I, I just think more people in our community need to come out and you know see what we have to offer because we are we're, we're mainly a commuter university. And if you've got kids or if you're thinking of enrolling here, here's a chance to come check it out because um, we are taking you through. Uh, the majority of campus, you're going to see all of it because, you know, it's, it's not very big, so we're fitting a 5K course um, throughout the whole thing without having to repeat any part of the courses.
0: That's awesome. Let's go back to the way last year ended. Uh, the indoor national championship was about to take place. The NCAA shut it down, and then uh, obviously the outdoor season gets wiped out. How difficult was that for you to talk to your athletes about – what was transpiring? This is
1: that's one of those days. I, I just think of that as like kind of 9-11 Everyone knows where they were, what they were doing when the country just shut down. And I remember um, the NBA and the NCAA really were at the forefront of. NCAA made that announcement. I think it was on a Tuesday or Wednesday. They're going fan free for the tournament, and that's when everyone kind of was like, "Oh, this is serious." And you know we we at that point we didn't think our season was in jeopardy at all it wasn't until i think it was that thursday and um we're out we're out practicing i had two sessions so i had i had my long sprint session going um first and then i had we did a 4 by one relay handoff workout after that work, that session was done so they're about you know say about an hour and a half two hours each and i remember coming out and um they started announcing the uh, conference tournaments were canceling, and we're still like, okay, great. You know, we auto, get an automatic bid to NCAA tournament because we won. You know, our men's team won, so we're we're excited and still think we're still think it's gonna happen. So we, we had a really. G- I remember that was one of the best practices my long sprint group had all year at the early session, and then news starts coming out that Duke is pulling out, Kansas is pulling out, and then. Literally between the first first practice, and my second practice, that's when NCAA came out and said they're shutting down, they're they're canceling off all fall sport championships, spring and, sport. Sorry, yeah, spring sport championships, and um, and then that that group coming out doing the four by one handoffs, it was just so laxadaisical, Like, okay, we're doing this for nothing. Like, mm-hmm. we're not having a season. Like, we just knew we weren't gonna have a season, where two hours earlier that first group is hungry we got texas relays coming up you know they're they're working their butt off and it was just just like in a matter of you know 20 minutes to where that announcement came out and we're out there going through the motions but i'm i'm like having struggling to get into it because i'm trying to figure out what we're going to do and the athletes are just you know they're they're in a panic because you know they want to have a season they want to compete um for the most for the most part you know, like I, like we were talking, we've got I've got six sports, so we've got cross country that you know, those athletes got to got to compete. We had indoor track, we went to the indoor championship. So most of our athletes really did get to head, get to do some, a lot of competition as other spring sports didn't. Um but then we have our athletes like, you know, there's there's Allison Stevens who's a great disc and hammer thrower. We don't have hammer and disc indoors, so she never really got to do anything. And we've got a few athletes. We had um Max, who is our our athlete, he was redshirt indoor. Richard outdoor last year so he has been training for a whole year for this season this outdoor season so he didn't get to compete either and it was just you know some of those guys your heart breaks for um and then then you look at the seniors which is a whole other aspect to it and your heart your heart breaks for them we were very fortunate that we only had three seniors so considering we had over 50 athletes on our team total last year only three seniors um you know, your your heart breaks for them, but at the same time, it could have been so much worse. And um, and they, were, they all graduated. There really wasn't, you know, as far as bringing them back, that was never really, It just it's not practical, I guess, to, to do that. Right. And, and that's the one thing I think people don't understand is, oh, yeah, you get your eligibility back. Well, it's like, well, you still have to go to school. Like, what if you graduated? Like, you still have to, there's more to it than just getting your, having your eligibility back. Right. So it's not like you can just go back and compete and not be in school. You still, you have, still have to take classes. You have to take classes, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> J.P., this has been fun. We're going to take one more break. We'll come back and wrap it up. This is Big Talk on Little Rock. Security needs to be at the top of the
1: list when it comes to your family, home, and lifestyle. It all starts with our
0: security system, which lets you add control of lights, door locks, thermostats, and more. In addition to dimming a light, locking a door, or adjusting the thermostat, you can combine all of these to work with the press of one button on your keypad or phone. It's state-of-the-art security that fits into your lifestyle and your life. Give us a call today to learn more. Triple S Alarm, 501-664-4599. You're born amazing, and at Baptist Health, we want to keep you that way. In fact, that's our mission, to not only provide the most skilled doctors and nurses to heal you from sickness or injury, and comprehensive care to support your recovery, but also to be your guide to health. Also, you can keep on inspiring, keep on reaching, and keep on amazing. See some of Baptist Health's amazing stories at KeepOnAmazing.com. Welcome back to Big Talk on Little Rock. I am Trey Schaap. Big Talk on Little Rock now available for listening on your iPhone, iPad, Android, tablet, PC, Amazon Echo device, Roku, or in your car. Through the Apple Podcast, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify apps. We're wrapping it up with J.P. Binky, the Little Rock track and field head coach. And, uh, J.P., we've talked about last year and how everything just came to a screeching halt. Well, give us a look into the future. What does Little Rock track and field look like going forward? Uh, we're, we're real excited. I mean, we have uh, – you
1: know, when I when I came on, we had – I think 16 men, 17 women in the program, was at 33 athletes. We're going to be at 72 this year. That's in two years, going from 33 to 72. It's a big uh, jump. 72 athletes. And and that was a big part of the hiring process. Um, throughout my interview, it was, you know, I, I came from a, a Division One school, kind of similar to Little Rock, where we didn't have football. We were more of a commuter school, and we had 80 to 90 athletes in our program, and um and uh, that's, that was a goal for, for the administration, was to get those numbers up. And um, 70, 75 is my goal, personally. I think 40 women, 35 men is what we want. Um, and they're great athletes, too. You know, I talked a little bit about Aviana coming on, but we've got, we've got two freshman sprinters coming on who are both top 20 juniors in the country two years ago. And um, for a school like us to get sprinters with that kind of speed, considering how many guys ranked in front of them go to do football, like there are a couple of the top ones, you know, coming out this year that we have coming in. Um, you look at our indoor championship last year; we had uh, all our points were scored by freshmen. Um, we broke four school records all by freshmen last year. So just the the I like the direction we're going in. Um, I like these these two recruiting classes I put together. I I, I love our upperclassmen. I mean, like the ones who've been through it all from, from Coach Williams to myself, who are who are now you know as motivated as ever been. They're the leaders. They're they're becoming the leaders of the program. When you have a, a class of thirty-two freshmen who are not going to be sophomores, and we have another twenty-five coming in this year, um, it, it's definitely an interesting dynamic where you've got so many more underclassmen than you do upperclassmen, um, and they're and like I said, they're talented too. Like we've got some great talented kids coming in, um, so the future is exciting on the track side. Um, as far as the distance side. Um, same thing, I mean, we've got five men freshmen coming in, all under 1540 in high school in the 5K. Um, and and I, I talked a little bit in the press release about uh, Spencer Cardinal. He was the 14th fastest cross country runner in the country his senior year. Um, and that's a testament to Coach Webb. He's been working his butt off, recruiting those athletes. And um, Mia Patria on the women's side, she uh, she actually, I just met with her this morning. She She's here getting her physical and um, She's gonna be traveling a little bit, so she dropped off a few things, and she's gonna be coming in on the first day of camp. But she's she was I want to say fifth at the state meet in Michigan, one wow. of the top women recruits we, we've had here in, in several years. Um, so the distance program, we, we're you know what we look at the results. We my first year here, we our men finished tenth out of ten teams at the at the cross at the cross country championships, and here we are two years later, and I think we can finish top two if not you know. To not big win count. it. So it, it's it's a huge jump in two years. Um but we have to have the season to, to yeah, do it. So no doubt. but um as as far as the direction we're going in, there's a lot of excitement around our program. Um and uh we're we're excited to get out and, and we just wanna compete. Our athletes are hungry. You know, we we I I talk to them regularly. Coach Webb's been really communicating weekly with the distance athletes who who start up first um with the cross country team and they just wanna get here. I, I it's like you just want to get away, like this is your escape. Get on campus, be with your team. You're kind of in our own little bubble here, you know, not the technical COVID bubble because you're still out, you know you interacting with other people, but our own little safe bubble where we just you know we can we can, they can be kids again. They don't need to worry about these stresses of, of the everyday life of you know what's going on in the world, what's going on in the country let's Let's worry about school, let's worry about running let's let's have fun with our teammates, let's have a good experience as a college student athlete. And, um, but we got to get them back here first and, um, and then, you know, control, what we can control.
0: If there are athletes out there, runners, uh, sprinters, whatever, you name it, that are interested in becoming a part of Little Rock, you, you welcome them to contact you, don't Absolutely. you? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, I, I get asked this all the time by, by parents, by coaches, what's the best way to get recruited? It's like, shoot the coach an email. If you don't, if he doesn't get back to you, write it again, cause we get a lot and, um, if your times get better, write them again. Like just just be relentless emailing the coaches. I mean, maybe you maybe you you bug them enough and they give you a shot and I've done that to kids. Like, all right, you know, you're you're persistent enough. You're determined. You're enough. determined. Yeah. And we look at those things. Like it, it's funny because I've turned kids away. I follow social media and if I don't like what you're on on social media, I'm not recruiting you, but if you if you have those characteristics, if you're persistent, yeah, I'll I'll give you a shot. So um yeah if you're out there and you know our our standards are on our website as far as what we look for on on, on marks jumps times to be a, a walk-on to be a, a scholarship athlete you know those are kind of you know give or take they're a little loose but um just shoot me an email if you're interested if you have any coaches out there if you got kids that are interested shoot shoot me a message myself coach Webb uh, coach Johnson our throws coach um Coach Jacobus, we're all, we're all available, and um, you know, we're, we're definitely looking to continue this. Uh, you know the, the, It's been tricky with, with the, the dead period. Um, we're in a good place. Like I said, we're up to 72 athletes, so we don't graduate many, so we're not recruiting a lot, so our standards are going to be pretty high. But at the same time, this dead period kind of happened at a good time for us to where we don't have that stress on us to need to bring in a lot of kids. So yeah. But, yeah, if you're out there and, and you're interested or just, just want to learn more about our program, let me know.
0: JP, thanks so much. Thank you. This has been fun, and uh, best of luck this season, and hopefully there is a good season. Thank you. That's JP Benke, the head track and field coach for your Little Rock Trojans. That'll do it for this edition of Big Talk on Little Rock. Another one will come your way soon, so stay tuned. Thanks for listening to Big Talk on Little Rock with Trey Schaap. This was a presentation of Little Rock Trojan Sports Properties in conjunction with Little Rock Athletics.